Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Everybody, welcome to Offbeat Wall Street. I be your captain, Frank Miller. Now, every week we raise the black flag, seek plunder on the high seas, and battle ancient curses. All this in an effort to bring you the best information about Wall Street and the financial markets. And uh, look at this. I got a little note here from the big BS, Brian Stewart. Uh, I placed a tongue twister at the end of the episode. Yeah, great. Well, stay tuned for that little tidbit. But first, uh, we're going to take a look at some things that could threaten to hijack the economy as opposed to hijacking my tongue. First, we're going to get a new job report this week. And the results have been, uh, well, pretty spotty recently. After a run of good reports, the labor market took on some water in March. It bobbed back up in April, though. Well, these puns are really good. Now the May report is set to be released, and we'll see if employment stayed afloat or whether it's starting to get pulled back under the water. They just keep coming, folks. Another potential ominous mast on the horizon, the Fed. The central bank is set to announce its rate decision in a couple of weeks. Policymakers, they've been a little cautious lately about the economy. We'll let you know where we stand for monetary policy and when we're likely to see another rate hike. And as always, we'll take on crew in some of the Wall Street more eclectic ports. We have a billionaire who's not running for president. Even though he's got a political platform to tell you about, we've got the great Amazon banana giveaway. We've got underpaid Uber drivers and facial recognition baggage drops. And, like we said, a real tongue twister of a logo fight. Prepare your perception... Ah, forget it. This is the crude by the damned episode of Offbeat Wall Street. That's can match the interceptor. Black Pearl is a real ship. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. I've seen it. You've seen it? Yes. You haven't seen it? Yes, I have. You've seen a ship with black sails that's crewed by the dam and captained by a man so evil that hell itself spat him back out. No. No. But I have seen a ship with black sails. Oh. And no ship that's not crewed by the damned and captained by a man so evil that hell itself spat him back out could possibly have black sails. Therefore, couldn't possibly be any other ship than the Black Pearl. Is that what you're saying? No. Like I said, there's no real ship as can match the intercept. Well, the big news this week is going to be the jobs report as the employment numbers come out on Friday. Except for a scary shot across the bow in March, or is it bow? No. The jobs data has been relatively strong lately. However, the overall economy was a bit lackluster in the first quarter. This led some to worry that either the strong labor market was unsustainable or not actually as strong as the data suggested. Now, that said, the recent numbers suggest the economy was quite as lackluster as we thought for the first part of the year. 
A report released by the Commerce Department Friday showed that the U.S. economy grew at a much stronger pace than initially thought in the first three months of the year. The report showed that GDP climbed 1.2% in the January to March period. This was revised up from the seven-tenths of 1% growth originally reported. Economists had been expecting an upward revision. However, they were predicting more modest updates. On average, experts were looking for the revision to bring the pace of GDP growth to approximately nine-tenths of 1%. Of course, this begs the question, if they're the experts, why are they always wrong? That's another story for another time. 1.2% growth, though, is not necessarily something to write home about. To put it in perspective, the recent budget proposed by the Trump administration is hoping for growth over the next 10 years of about 3%. So a lot of those uh, so-called experts think that uh, prediction is a little fanciful. A long-term growth rate of 2%, well, that's a more reasonable estimate. So 1.2% growth is below just about anyone's hopes for long-term economic improvement. But it is significantly better than 7 tenths of 1%, and the number is set to undergo at least one more revision next month. The updated economic steps help to provide context for the upcoming jobs report. So just to refresh your memory, here's how the last round of employment stats shook out. The data showed a notable rebound in job growth in April following the, uh, well, toilet stain of a report for March. The improvement led to a surprise drop in the unemployment rate, which fell to its lowest level in 10 years. A few specifics. The government stats show that non-farm payroll employment jumped 211,000 jobs in April. This followed March's uh, Falcons in the second half of the Super Bowl of a report, which actually turned out to be even worse than we previously thought. The latest data included a downward revision to employment growth for March. The updated stats showed that the economy added just 79,000 jobs in the month. Now, originally, March's job growth was estimated at 98,000. That's the first time the jobs figure came in below 100,000 since last May. The 211,000 job additions in April were significantly better than economists predicted. Going into the report, experts had a consensus estimate of 185,000 new jobs. With that stronger-than-expected job growth, the unemployment rate edged down to 4.4%, its lowest level since May of 2007. Economists had been looking for the jobless rate to tick up to 4.6%. Well, besides the jobs data, we're going to get some additional economic info this week. We'll get some stats on personal income and spending, as well as consumer confidence and international trade. And there's a couple of key manufacturing reports due out this week as well. This is led by the Institute for Supply Management's National Manufacturing Index. All right, and in today's totally redundant and totally predictable headline, the Federal Reserve is going to get some attention this week. Yeah, what else is new? Last week, the Fed released the minutes of its latest policy meeting. That report gives a more detailed look at what members of the central bank were considering when they made their last rate decision. The last Fed meeting took place earlier this month, and it ended with the central bank leaving rates alone. However, most market watchers saw this as a pause in a longer-term process of edging rates higher. Now, the minutes confirmed this. They suggested that the Fed is on track to raise interest rates this summer. According to the report of the discussions that led up to the rate decision, several voting members eye a faster pace of rate hikes over the medium term. Meanwhile, a couple others say that a slower pace may be best, which also again leads the question how many is several and how many is couple. 
Yeah, you do the math. I don't know. I'm not real good at math. The minutes of the meeting also showed that there was growth in economic activity that had slowed a little bit more than what they would have preferred. Fed members agree, though, that the slower growth during the first quarter was likely to be just a transitional period, with further growth coming down the road. Most participants said it would soon be appropriate for the Fed to take another step in removing some policy accommodation. That's Fed speak for higher rates are on the way. However, there was some hedging. The minutes said that members generally judged that it would be prudent to wait for some signs that the economy was improving in the long term before raising rates. Most experts think the Fed's next rate hike is likely at its next meeting. That decision is set to be announced on June 14th. Trading in the Fed fund futures currently suggests an 83% chance of a rate hike at that time. We're going to get some additional info from the Fed this week. The central bank is set to release its so-called beige book, and that report compiles information from the Fed's regional branches. It gives an anecdotal summary about how the economy is doing and what policymakers were looking at ahead of their next rate meeting. also gives a couple funny anecdotes about some things that they did last week. A great story as one of them were walking into a deli. I guess you'll just have to read the Fed minutes yourself. Too long I've been parched of thirst and unable to quench it. Too long I've been starving to death and haven't died. I feel nothing. Not the wind on my face, nor the spray of the sea, nor the warmth of a woman's flesh. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Okay, each week we like to wander off the beaten path a little bit, sail the rough seas, and take a look at some money stories that aren't exactly Wall Street related. Time to walk the plank and check out some of our quick hits. Well, the nearly unfathomable rise of Donald Trump has made the presidency open to, well, pretty much anybody. The Rock and Tom Hanks announced their campaign on Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago, but there's one guy who is certainly, definitely, unequivocally, absolutely not running for president. Probably. And that's Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg. Now, he said last week on Facebook, appropriately enough, that he is not running for public office. That statement comes amid rising speculation that he was picking up his travel and public appearance schedule. Some suggested that the more prominent public profile meant that he was gearing up for a future presidential run. But in his post, the 33-year-old billionaire said that his plan to visit every state in the U.S. has nothing to do with a presidential run. Instead, he was just looking to learn about people's hopes and challenges and how they think about their work and communities. Uh-huh. All this to promote the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative. That's according to Zuckerberg. Okay, well, a few days after that post, Zuckerberg gave a commencement address at Harvard. In it, he called for a universal basic income and promoted the value of globalism. Move along. <laughs> Nothing political to see there. Well, turning from one new economy to the other, well, if things go south for Jeff Bezos, you know, there's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> Truth. Online retail giant Amazon.com has given out more than 1.7 million free bananas. It's all done through its community banana stands in downtown Seattle. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. The company opened its first community banana stand in late 2015, responding to a suggestion from founder and CEO Jeff Bezos. Now, through those stands, Amazon offers healthy, eco-friendly snacks as a public service, and they're available to everyone near its headquarters, not just employees. And it's also good to sit and watch for some good slapstick humor. There's just nothing more amusing than watching somebody slip on a banana peel. (laughs) 
That never gets old. Hey, here's the kind of the opposite of giving away free bananas. Uh, Uber has admitted that it accidentally underpaid drivers in New York City over the past two and a half years. <laughs> Oops. According to the Wall Street Journal, Uber should have deducted its 25% commission from U.S. drivers based on fares after any taxes and fees were deducted. That's part of the terms of its nationwide driver agreement. However, Uber deducted its commission from the full fare before accounting for sales tax and a local injury compensation fund fee. <laughs> Double oops. Uber told the journal that it would refund the money plus interest, which comes to an average of about 900 bucks a driver. Mistakes expected to cost at least $45 million, and that's based on an estimate of 50,000 drivers from the New York-based Independent Drivers Guild. All right, moving on here. Here's an airline looking for a new innovative way to lose your luggage. Delta Airlines will start testing facial recognition technology at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport as part of an attempt to speed up bag drops. The company will install kiosks that will be equipped with facial recognition technology to match customers with their passport photos through identification verification. <laughs> that rhymes. Delta will test four of the machines at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport this summer. The airline, they spent about $600,000 on the four kiosks. Delta claims that the self-service bag drops have the potential to process twice as many customers per hour. But they're still only going to serve those compressed sawdust cookies and pretzels on their flights. Well, you know, you got to put the smart money somewhere. And finally, a battle over logos. Not Legos, logos. Payment giant PayPal has filed a lawsuit against music streaming company Pandora. The suit claims Pandora's logo is a little bit too similar to PayPal's. Now, the trademark infringement lawsuit seeks legal costs and unspecified damages. PayPal also called for Pandora to cease using its current blue P logo, which it claims is too similar to the blue and light blue double P of PayPal. In its filing, the online payment company argued that Pandora's minimalist logo, quote, dilutes the distinctiveness, unquote, of its own branding. No word yet as to whether PayPal will be suing PlayStation, Pinterest, or the Pittsburgh Pirates. Personally, I think people probably pursue proceedings too precipitously. Placating passions permits parties to pinpoint priorities prior to pressing pointless polemical positions. And there, my friends, is your Dr. Seuss tongue twister moment. Thank you for playing, and I apologize for popping my peas. Partner, partner. Parlay? That's the one. Parlay. 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 Down to the depths, whatever my daughter, Parlay. Hey, thanks everybody. This has been Off Beat Wall Street. If you like the show, sail to iTunes or your favorite podcast catcher and subscribe while you're there. Go ahead and rate and review the show. Good ratings help other people discover it, so it's very helpful. Raise the mast high. Tell all your friends. Listen to Off Beat Wall Street. Check out our website at offbeatwallstreet.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. Just sail over to Off Beat Wall Street, ST like you see on the street signs. And of course, a big thanks to the big BS Brian Stewart for all the script writing, co production, and terrible tongue twisters introduced into this here show. Yeah, well, whatever. A special thanks to our good friends at RTT News for providing a lot of the news and stats used in the show. For up-to-date info on the markets, check them out at rttnews.com. And as we say goodbye, we'll leave you with, well, just about the worst thing you can hear at the office Christmas party. Yes, the rum is gone. No! Have a great week, everybody. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.